This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. Let's talk about change. Change is something that every person goes through. We all experience it. It can be good change. It can be a bad change. But most of the time, change is hard. Um, Think of something exciting that maybe you've had to do, like going to college, you know, moving away to college. Maybe it's something you were really excited to do, but I bet it came with some changes that were hard to adjust to, like doing your laundry or being responsible for feeding yourself or having to budget money for the first time or having to live with a perfect stranger in a dorm. Even if you loved it, loved being independent, loved being away from home, loved making new friends, it was still a change and you had to adapt to it. Um, So think of another example. What if you have a close family member or friend that's coming to stay with you? If you like this person, then you might be really excited and happy to have them with you. But as happy as you may be to have them, you probably have to get your house cleaned up and maybe your routine gets altered while they're with you. You can't relax as much because you have a house guest and you're just not able to be your most comfortable self in your house because someone else is there. So that change can be both good and also can be hard at times. Another example, say you're getting married, you know, big, super exciting thing. And well, hopefully it's exciting for you, but planning a wedding can be really stressful. It's a very stressful process. But once you're married, you know, then the real stuff begins, right? Then you have to figure out how to live with this other person, how to do every part of life with them. Um, It's an amazing thing, full of love, but full of change. And that can be really hard to adapt to sometimes. And I don't know about you, but I personally am a creature of habit. Um, Change is hard for me. Some things I can adapt to really easily, but other things are harder for me. I like change more when I can control it. Like if I can plan ahead for it, I know it's coming. Um, But I, you know, just like a lot of people, I don't like change that's out of my control. There are some things that we can plan and we can look forward to, but once it gets here, and it's totally out of control, it's hard. So the biggest example I can think of for this is having a child. If you have kids, and if you wanted to have kids, then I imagine that on the day that your kids were born, you were really happy. It's probably one of the most amazing things that you've ever experienced. You're getting to hold your baby for the first time. You probably felt a love that you've never experienced before. But as amazing as that may have felt, um, having a baby would have changed your entire world. You could have dreamed of that baby for years and just wanted kids for years, but regardless of how bad you wanted it, um, it changed your life. And when you have a child, everything in your life changes. You can't do all the things that you used to do. You can't go all the places you used to go to. You can't be as carefree as you maybe used to be. You don't have as free money, as much free money as you used to have. Um, you definitely don't get as much sleep as you used to get. And the list goes on. So having a kid is the most amazing thing you'll ever do, but it's absolutely one of the hardest things you will ever do. 
I always, personally, I always wanted kids. I used to babysit and nanny. Um, and when it was time for my husband and I to have our son, I just couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to meet him. I couldn't wait to be a mom. But let me tell you, that was the hardest transition of my entire life. I loved that baby more than anything, but everything about our lives was just flipped upside down in an instant. And then on top of that, I personally struggled with adjusting to being a mom. Um, my anxiety and worry was, you know, just about all things related to our son was just really high. Um, I had a bit of postpartum depression for just a little bit, but, you know, in um, all transparency, the I spent the better part of the first two years of his life struggling with an eating disorder. It was really hard. Um, every single day of those two years, I loved that baby more than anything. And I took really, really good care of him. But on the inside, it was a hot mess. You know, change is hard. I didn't expect it to be that hard. I didn't expect my brain to not get on board with uh, some of the adjustments that I needed to make. And I didn't, I didn't have any control over it. But, you know, in hindsight, I could have done more. Um, there were definitely parts of it that I had zero control over. I couldn't do anything different, like sleep and the fact that our entire world revolved around keeping him alive. Um, but I had, you know, I, I had the ability to adapt. And in a lot of ways, I did a really good job. Um, I developed, you know, better routines to help me do things that I needed to do, especially when I had to go back to work. Um, I learned how to plan ahead, how to get more organized, how to develop good systems. Um, and that helped a lot, but there were other things that I could have done. You know, I could have been better about asking for help. Um, I could have, I probably should have talked to my doctor. Maybe I needed some medication because I wasn't doing so well. I shouldn't have been as stubborn about some of the things. Um, but so, you know, again, these kinds of changes, you know, there are parts of them that are out of our control, but there are parts that we can control. We can, we have more control than we, we sometimes think. So the struggle that a lot of people face, I think, when change is happening is they don't take some of the steps that they could take to adapt. They expect themselves to be able to do things the same way that they did before they had um, kids or before the thing happened. Um, so expecting life to be normal the way it was before the change happened. And unfortunately, that doesn't work a lot of the time. I think that people are generally stubborn. We don't like asking for help. We don't like to change. Uh, we don't want to admit that we can't do something the way we used to do it. And that's the biggest reason that change can be so hard. Um, then there are harder things to face. Um, you know, changes that aren't good. Changes that um, change our lives, flip our world upside down, but with no happiness, no joy, and a lot of loss. So if someone close to you dies, if your child is diagnosed with an illness, or if you lose a job, if you get into an accident that leads to a permanent injury, if you get a divorce, or if, um, if you know, your significant other cheats on you, the list goes on, right? So many things can happen so suddenly, and they force us to experience such a big change, and it can be really awful. Those changes, those are the ones I think that we struggle with the most because um, most often there's really no way to rationalize it. So you can rationalize why having a newborn baby 
causes your life to change, right? It makes sense. There's another human to take care of and this baby comes with, you know, needs and they cannot support themselves. We are responsible for keeping them alive. So you can rationalize why a newborn baby can cause your life to change. You can't rationalize if your baby dies, right? There just isn't any explanation that would help you understand why that had to happen. It's hard to rationalize why bad things happen. And most of the time, that floods us with emotions that we just don't know what to do with. We feel angry, sad, lonely, scared, bitter, resentful, so many things. So what do we do when we're forced to go through a change that we don't want to be going through? When we have to face something that completely upends our lives and there's nothing that we can do about it. Well, guess what? There is no one-size-fits-all solution. Um, People will tell you what they think you should do, what worked for them when they were in a similar situation, but none of that matters. You can't, I mean, you can listen, maybe pick up some tips here and there that might be helpful, but at the end of the day, you're going to have to walk through it in your own way. If you are experiencing a loss, whether it's a loss of someone you love or a loss of your health or a loss of your child's health, you have to find your own way through it. You might be mad, sad, scared. Um, Maybe you can't imagine life without that person or that normalcy that you used to have, but you will adapt. You will learn to take one step at a time. You will learn to take one day at a time and it will be hard. You will cry. You might want to scream, but you know, also other, you might change your behavior. You might um, choose to isolate or push people that love you away. You have to be really careful though, when you start doing things like that, because that can make things worse, right? So you may need to be alone for a bit. Okay. That's fine. You take that. But isolating or sitting in your anger for too long, that's going to leave a mark on you. And honestly, you may not want the support, but you need it. You may not want to talk, but there will come a time when you will have to. Maybe not right at first, maybe not to everyone, but eventually you will need to talk it out, to process it, to express the anger, to express the sadness. People will want to fix it for you. They will want to tell you that you're going to be okay and that things will work out for a reason, but you're not going to want to hear it. You're going to feel lost. You're going to feel helpless. And then you'll find a way to wake up and face the day. It'll probably be ugly at first. You won't do a very good job at taking care of yourself, but eventually you're going to have to work on that. And guess what? That is probably going to be one of the most important things that you do. You need to take care of yourself, either because others depend on you, so you need to be strong for them, or because you need to be strong for yourself and you deserve to take care of yourself. That's something I think that a lot of people struggle with. You know, people who are going through a forced change typically don't do a great job with self-care. Let's say that someone close to you is sick, um, ill, and dying. You're going to feel overwhelmed by it. You'll feel sad. You'll feel like you have so much to do, and you just don't know how to get it all done. 
or maybe you don't know what to do and you feel completely helpless and useless. Plus, on top of that, you're grieving and you're preparing for a loss. Well, you're most likely going to stop taking good care of yourself. Your overwhelm will make it to where you just don't have the energy. You don't have the motivation to take care of yourself. But if you neglect yourself, you will suffer more. You need to try to eat. You need to try to rest. You may need to try to exercise or do whatever it is that's an outlet for you. And you may not eat or sleep or rest the way you normally would before this happened, but we're not going for normal. We're going for survival. In those situations, survival may be all that you can accomplish, and that's okay. But neglecting yourself, not an option. You might be the kind of person that's fantastic at taking care of other people in those times, your kids, your parents, your significant other, but most likely you are far down the list of people to take care of. So self-care is an absolute must when you're trying to survive a forced change. When you go through a forced change, achieving the old normal becomes hard to do. New normal becomes the normal. And I don't know about you, but most people do not like the new normal. It's hard to accept. Um, we crave the old normal, the easy normal, but when you go through a forced change, the best thing that you can do is come to terms with and accept that you have to have a new normal. It may be a normal that maybe builds up over time, but you have to try your best to take the steps to adapt, not to fight it, not to focus on the past or on the future, but to focus on the right now. Today, how are we getting through today? What do we need to do to be okay today? To eat, to sleep, to take care of the kids, to go to work, whatever you have on your plate, and you have to ask for help. Today becomes the furthest out that you can plan, and that's perfectly okay. If you're a major planner and love everything to be planned days in advance, you may have to adjust that because your life may just not work out that way right now. If you have a lot of new things to keep track of, like maybe new medications, or if you start forgetting things because of how overwhelmed you are, you might need to start relying on alarms and systems to help you. You will probably resent having to do these things and you won't want to do it. But if you don't, your struggle will be worse. You will struggle more because these things have to be done. You have to give your kid medicine. You have to take care of yourself, whatever. But you may have to be also in different situations. You may have to be more outspoken, more assertive. So if your child or elderly parent has a new illness, you're going to need to advocate for them. You'll have to fight to get certain services or treatment for them. And maybe you'll have to educate yourself about new things. Um, you have to find your voice and your strength, and you have to be strong through it. You may be the kind of person who hates confrontation and is really soft-spoken. That means you need to ask someone who is strong at this to help you. Find a friend or a family member or a therapist who can teach you how to speak up, um, how to word things, how to be assertive. Being an advocate and speaking up is something that is really, really important to me. I used to be really bad at it um, because I hated confrontation. It made me really uncomfortable. Uh, but I had no choice. I had things that happened in my life years ago. 
that made me have to learn how to do this. And I've learned and I'm stronger because of it. And now it doesn't scare me. Um, if you're a client of mine, then you have likely had conversations with me about how to talk to someone in your life, what to say, how to be strong and assertive, how to face confrontation in a healthy way. So if you personally need that and you haven't gotten it before, then find that support, find that person. And then you have to remind yourself, you are resilient. You and anyone else who's going through this change with you, you will adapt. It may never be the same again. You may have to, um, you may have a part of you that is changed forever, but you'll walk into each new day with a little more strength and a little more growth. The change in you may not be a great one. And my hope for you is that you don't lose yourself completely when you have to go through a forced change. Yeah, parts of your personality and your perspective of the world and other people might change, but once the grief has passed, try to build yourself back up and make sure that you are happy with the person that you have become. If you don't like who you've become, work on it. You have control over how you take care of yourself and how you choose to see the world. When things happen that we can't control, we have to focus on what we can control, which is usually ourselves. We can control our perspectives. We can control our attitude. We can control who we allow in our lives. We can control how we treat other people. We can control how we take care of ourselves. None of this is going to take away the fact that something happened that caused a forced change, but it will help you find a way to live your life with some purpose. All right. I hope that this was helpful to you and I hope you have a really great rest of your week. Thanks for being with me. Bye.